Season 1 of Watchmen has come and gone, and I have a lot of thoughts about it. A lot happened this season, and I'm surprised by so much of it. I didn't think it was a show that I would particularly like, just given the history of, well, everything that has happened in the interim since the original Watchmen trying to use these characters. But, oh my goodness, this series opened my eyes to what superhero media could be. This may be one of the best superhero series done. And I'd like to talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And yeah, I wish I could say that, that that astonishment in my voice at the beginning there was acting, but anybody who's listened to this podcast long enough knows that I, I, I'm, I'm not an actor. I don't. <laughs> I'm very bad at it. So yeah... This series, man, we're, we're really going to have to talk about this series. But before we do, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we communicate with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you to everyone who's already done that. Alrighty, so... Don't worry, I will warn you before I get into spoilers, and there will be spoilers. I love this series. And I think that's the first time I can ever say that about anything that Lindelhoff has ever done. So, kudos to you for finally, <laughs> if for whatever it's worth, for making something that I like. I know a lot of people have liked your previous work, but... I was not among them. This one, though, from beginning to end, I mean, it caught me from episode one, which I've talked about on the show, and then I said I was going to wait till I saw how it played out, because so much was going on. And by the time we get to the end, oh my goodness, I, I really don't know what to say. It, it was what I didn't know that I wanted as a sequel to Watchmen as a sequel to Watchmen. And it pays off on loose plot threads from the original comic and adds its own unique story. And I like how it doesn't have an answer. I mean, it poses a lot of questions and it shows how various other characters react given the situation, but it does not give an answer. And I think that's really important, especially for a story like this, where there really isn't a simple prescriptive answer besides maybe 
people should stop being jerks to one another. Because, I mean, that really would fix a lot of things. But beyond that, it, it just is. And the acting was brilliant. Jeremy Irons. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know I have a thing about Jeremy Irons. He's one of my favorite actors, and I don't think he gets the love that he deserves. His Adrian Veidt, his Ozymandias was just incredible just amazing and Jean Smart who I have loved since I was a kid oh my goodness her Silk Spectre perfect 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 and I, I could just go down Regina King like steals the show she is the show and not just because she's the main character she so much emotion and so much so much relies on her and she carries it off so well and i mean i could go down the list i mean every character all of the new characters are really interesting and really good and that ending don't worry not gonna spoil it yet but that ending i think the biggest problem that i have after having watched season one is i'm torn i'm literally torn in half I kind of don't want a second season just because I love the ambiguity of the first season. It tells such a perfect story from beginning to end that I, I, I'm almost afraid that like lightning can't strike twice and HBO has burdened me with Game of Thrones <laughs> that in several other shows like Sil Silicon Valley and others that started off really strong and you know, petered off towards the end. But it, uh, it is such an amazing encapsulated story that deals with important issues from police brutality to questions of fascism to the way it just face on deals with sexism and racism and homophobia. I mean, just straight on just deals with it it could have felt preachy it could have felt like a message oriented show which i think that it is in many many ways i think it has a very definite point of view and that's more tilted to the left than the right but it doesn't it's not prescriptive like this isn't the anarchist manifesto that i would have written or the you know leftist marxist socialist manifesto that a lot of people maybe wanted or especially adrian veidt probably would have wanted when you look at how he wants to manage society or i don't know veidt veidt their portrayal of veidt brought such interesting dynamics to his character because when i read the original comic i thought of him as a fascist and he didn't lose any of those fascistic tendencies. But his motivations are so clarified in this series that I felt sorry for Adrian Veidt. I still think he's wrong. I still think he's a monster. It did not change my opinion of him. And in a lot of ways, it hardened my opinion of him as being a monster and being the villain. He is... While there are no real heroes in The Watchmen, 
Adrian Veidt is definitely the villain. He's definitely the villain. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is the villain. But you at least get to understand him. and uh, It is a very interesting show. It is a show that I didn't know within our climate we could get. Because everything is so polarized and polarizing. And I don't know how this show hasn't been torn apart by the right-wing trolls. Maybe they didn't watch it, or maybe because it's done so well, they couldn't find an inroad to go after, which I doubt, because they can take anything out of context to turn into something. But it works on so many levels and makes you think about life and the country and our culture and our history through the lens of the superheroes that are taking part in it and through the through their eyes getting to see these high level complex problems i mean nuclear warfare and the desire to save the world and will the billionaires save us and all of that crazy stuff that we actually think about in the real world because all we really have is the hope that maybe Maybe one of these benevolent billionaires will maybe one day save us because we've lived with this laissez-faire capitalism for so long that they've taken everything and we don't have anything for ourselves. And it takes all of that baggage, everything that's happened between the original series that took place in the 80s and now and made this like beautiful time capsule of our times. And of the days that we live in. And that's what, why I don't know if I want more. And it's, again, not because I didn't like it. It's that season one was so perfect. I don't want, I don't know if I want to risk detracting from it at all by adding anything else to it. Because the complex issues that it brings up, as well as the very simple ones... You know, the, how do you deal with a culture that has done so many terrible things over its history? And yes, while the modern descendants are not at fault for what their ancestors did, the, victim, the descendants of the victims of that violence, well, they still suffer the repercussions of that violence. And so find, trying to find a way... To thread that needle is a really interesting question, though I don't think this show posits an answer, and I don't think it even says that the answer that it put forward was wrong. And that is fascinating. So now we are going to enter the spoiler zone, because I really don't think I can talk about anything else anything else in the series without giving major spoilers, especially about like the end. So I hate to say this because I, I want people to watch the series and I don't think that the spoilers, even the ending, which was such a surprise. I don't even think knowing the ending would detract anything from it. But if you're one of those people who is averse to spoilers and you don't want to know how the Watchmen ends, now is your time to step back and Go watch it. Go watch this series and then come back and we'll talk about it. Okay. 
Spoilers are incoming in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so having Dr. Manhattan come into the world in the form of human and live among us. See, I had started questioning that. This is the moment Lady True brought it up, Madam True. I started questioning who Doc Manhattan might be. And I started to wonder. I saw the clues. But still, when they did the reveal, that that entire episode where you get kind of the retelling of not only the events that we've seen, but everything that led up to it from Doc Manhattan's point of view, the storytelling... See, I'm at a loss for words. The storytelling in this series was done so beautifully well in getting to watch exactly how they unfold the story by telling it mostly chronologically, but giving us those two flashback episodes. One, where we get the full backstory of Hooded Justice, and two, when we get the full backstory for Doc Manhattan. They reframe everything that we knew going forward and everything that into such a, a brilliant light. When they first introduced the idea of Cyclops, I was concerned because I'm like, okay, so Cyclops is going to be the anti-Watchman and that's going to be the setup for the series. And no. I mean, I love the way Lady True plays Cyclops and makes sure that they find out and do the plans so that she can blind Doc Manhattan to what she's doing because he'll see what they're doing. That was a bit of brilliance. And the way this, just the way the story worked out, I, 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 I don't know what to say. It's, it's stunning. And I, Yes, I kind of want more episodes because I want them I, I want to see them delve deeper into the issues that they brought out in season one. And I want to see what's gonna happen with Angela and her family going forward. But at the same time, I mean, I guess I'm just gonna skip all the way to the end. That moment at the end where she eats the egg and starts to step on the pool to see if she can walk on water. Did did Doc Manhattan leave a bit of his powers behind for her. I kind of don't want to know if she walks on water or if she falls in. I kind of don't want to know. And even if she does fall in, like say they open up season two with her falling into the pool, that doesn't mean anything because the powers just may not have set in yet. And that may be one of the slow boils for season two. It's just, it's such a wonderful thing of Angela may have the power of Doc Manhattan now. And what does that mean? Because in the spirit of a stopped clock being right a couple times a day, Ozymandias, Adrian Veidt, was right when he said that anybody who wants to have the powers of a god should be prevented from having them at all costs. Agreed. And I, I love how they handled that plot line. And I think that's why John was such an interesting character as Doc Manhattan, because he really did want to make the world better. And I, when you read the original Watchmen, 
you get this sense that he realizes that nothing he does is moving the needle towards good or evil. It's just perpetuating the cycle. He's just perpetuating the cycle, and that's why he ends up running away to Mars. So, I agree with Adrian, and I hate saying that. Trust me, I hate saying that. I never... One of our, our goals in life should be to not agree with Adrian Veidt on anything, but he's right when it comes to nobody who wants to have the powers of God should have the powers of God. But does that mean that somebody who doesn't want the powers of a God should have the powers of, the God, of a God? Because we've seen Sister Knight in action. We've seen Angela in action without superpowers. And that really begs the question of what would Angela do if she has them? Like, if she steps on that water pool and walks across the water and has the power to teleport people and make people just pop. And if they do give her superpowers in seasons to come, it will probably be a pared down version of Doc Manhattan. Or every problem has a solution and that's Angela waves her hand and it's solved. So, if he did leave his powers, I don't expect him to be the full scope and scale of what Doc Manhattan had. But at the same time, <laughs> like I said before, I don't know if I want to know. But you, you gotta expect that he did. Because if he didn't, then that, that quote, that last thing that her grandfather leaves her with, the last thing... Her grandfather says to Angela is you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. And she says that John said that she would understand that when it when the time was right. And then we have that wonderful moment where she remembers the eggs because he was cooking the eggs and she finds the one unbroken egg and she eats it and she goes to step in the pool. Like that whole sequence only makes real sense if Doc Manhattan did give her his powers. Or at least some quantum of his powers. So, what does that mean for a good person to have that power? Because we see in the original Watchmen how Doc Manhattan abused them. He destroyed Vietnam. Which you can talk about whether or not, whatever you think about the Vietnam War, I don't want to get into that. He literally just went around and blew people up until they surrendered because they realized there was nothing they could do to this literal God-man. He was the ultimate weapon. He became kind of a substitute for the atomic bomb. And he realized that, and that's why he ends up checking out. And I don't see a path that Angela could go down that doesn't end with her there. And then the other loose plot threads that they left at the end of the series with, oh my goodness, with them outing Adrian Vite. If they're actually going to arrest and have a tri the trial of Adrian Vite, which I am assuming at least a portion of the next season would be about, that is going to destroy the country. Because he claims to have put Redford in office and... He may have set the stage for him, but, you know, Redford apparently didn't answer his calls and did whatever he wanted, so he wasn't Adrian's puppet. But that would destroy confidence in the government and cause all manner of chaos. 
Not to mention telling everyone. I mean, this is the... This is... See, this is where Season 2 could really get into bad territory. Because saying that a massive terrorist attack on New York City was a false flag operation would... And proving that in court would tear the country down. And I'm hoping that they're not going to go there. I'm hoping that this isn't an, oh, you're like Roberto Orki situation. I, I don't I don't know where they would go in season two. But they've left some interesting questions open. And I kind of don't want answers. I, know, I would love to know what you think. I, I love the series so much. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, especially if you had feels about The Watchmen, in the show notes you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on social media. I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to everything that I do at projectshadow.com. If you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast and whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. And if you've got a buck you could pass my way, it would help out so much. In the show notes, you'll find a link for both the listener support and the my Patreon. And thank you to everyone who already does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody you think would like this show or anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Well, I'm going to be doing more world building for the sci-fi thing, and I'm well on my way to getting a novella done in that setting, so figure out what I'm going to be doing with that later. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.